What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Chris Reese. I am Chris Reese DeStefano with my co-host, Michael Shane Cannon. <laughs> you tried to come up with a new Chris Reese for me in the yes, moment. But- <laughs> and I couldn't do it. It's Nick Cannon in whiteface. That's right. Happy holidays, babes. Hope everyone had a good time. I want you to gather around the table because we got a fun one. We're going to be talking about ancient Rome, but not Saturnalia, not Julius Caesar. We're talking about everyone's favorite trans emperor, Elagabalus. 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 He cut his dick off. Yoink. Ancient Rome. Did you know, Mike, that one of the Roman emperors of Rome was in fact trans? I dreamt it, but I never thought it would be true. There it is. See, you thought, and you thought this whole time, the first ever trans person to be in any type of power was Michelle Obama. Well, you're wrong. Michael Obama, 2024. Hey, just kidding. Love you, Michelle. <laughs> All right. Roman Empire. Roman Empire was from 625 BC before Christ, bacon, egg, and cheese to its fall in 476 CD. It's now like ancient Rome. Doesn't it feel like we're about the end of an empire? Doesn't it feel that way? Shut the fuck up. No, it doesn't. Okay, we're not living at the end of the Roman Empire. Oh, this is what happened with the Romans. Shut up! <laughs> do you think there were Even Romans? Even though they do have a trans emperor. That's true. Do you think there were Romans like kind of gathering in some sort of podcast type thing discussing how this will never end? Yeah. Like as the walls are crumbling behind them? It's so, yeah. It, I really hate when people like are like, this is ancient Rome. You don't know, okay? Like you have no idea. You have no idea. What's the only thing that's collapsing and crumbling at the seams is this show (laughs) many people were in power during ancient rome doing a lot of things influencing culture territories and more okay so a lot of a lot of people are doing a lot of powerful things at this time culture listen here's what's beautiful about roman empire this is the only time in history where they had a pretty dope culture without many black people normally it's black people that influence the culture and make the culture great this one they actually had a great culture no blacks wow was there rhythm There wasn't any rhythm. It doesn't seem like there was. The Roman Empire was gigantic. So maybe it was black. The Roman Empire. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. The Roman Empire was gigantic and powerful ancient civilization. More powerful than Egypt. More powerful than Greece. Earmuffs Venetia. More powerful. Mesopotamia. More powerful than Mesopotamia. And they, different families and dynasties took turns in leading. Each dynasty had a different impact, contributing to the empire's success, facing challenges, and leaving some type of lasting legacy. So every empire, every, um, uh, you know, the empire had all different family dynasties that kind of, you know, like how we have now, you know, the Clintons, the Obamas, the Trumps. And how they each leave a murderous wake. Yes. But I want to talk about our most favorite one that was going viral recently a couple of weeks ago there was a meme going around rome had a trans emperor they did yeah and um his name was elgabalus okay elgabalus um was trans and i'm going to tell you how he came to power and how he eventually just became a woman i guarantee this name rises in popularity in downtown brooklyn 
Like there will be a sub, there will be a spike in babies named Algabalas. Yeah, you're gonna see kids in five years from now named Algabalas with low top New Balance sneakers on, <laughs> walking around. <laughs> we got not the Seven Dynasty, the Severin. Severin Dynasty is in power. Emperor Septimius Severus ruling until his death in 211 CE. Severus okay. severed head comes from there. No kidding. Well, well here spoiler on spoiler alert. There it is. Severed head comes from here. Now, some people are saying, is that true? Here on the Christery Show, we stand by our opinions. <laughs> okay. Now, his dying wish, Severus, was for his two sons, Caracalla and Geta, Geta girl, to rule together. But these brothers were really bad. They had great animosity for each other, constantly rivaling Caracalla, who was 10 years old, orchestrated the assassination of his older brother. What a dick. Dude, could you imagine... Your children at 10 years old being poised to take over the world. Oh, my God. Like the full empire. Your yeah. kid, just like my son in six years, after he just you know comes into my room, punches me in the dick, he could order me to death at any point. At any point. I feel like my kids would order me to death constantly. <laughs> yeah, just right? Dig up your body and then just yeah. to do it again. Yeah. Or would they stop it right before they, they went through with it? I want to think that jasmine would stop them but i honestly don't know right i don't know if if i i think there is i'll tell you this for sure for sure if my children had power like this they're absolutely they would regret it but there mm. would have been a bad five minutes where they would have killed me forever sure yeah, yeah and it would have been over nothing oh, oh my, over over not enough macaroni and cheese right. or why did the, her brother get more macaroni and cheese <laughs> Than she did. I'm There's, like, well, you know what? If you want more power because you're a girl, then do what El Cabalas did and become a boy. <laughs> but El Cabalas was a boy, became a girl. That's right. Carcala, who was 10 years old, killed his older brother at 22. So that means in 212 CE, Carcala, who's 10 years old, is now the sitting emperor of Rome. How creepy is that? I know. Just a pubeless emperor. I know. It's weird, right? right? They didn't go through puberty early back then. No, right? they had no pubes, but he did it probably. He was. I don't think when circumcision was invented, he probably had a foreskin. Yeah. I also, dude, I mean, I was, I was in sophomore ninth grade and i had no pubes i was six foot no pubes i've constantly i didn't like bust an actual nut until i was 13 or 14 years old and it got it was so weird because i was you know feeling this sensation masturbating i used to rub a pillow on my dick yeah. and i would feel the sensation but nothing would ever come out and then one day goo came out of my dick and i got really really nervous and i ran downstairs and showed it to my aunt <laughs> <laughs> Did I didn't she know say what good it was. job or what she, she was say? like? Get away from me! She was like, "This is that horrifying." Set off just a whole thing of sexual weirdness. Yeah, because dude, I, I I I used to just jerk off and thought the point was getting hard and to like marvel at your creation. Yeah, like look what I've built. Yeah, but then my mom got me a book called "What's Happening to My Body" and I jerked off to that book. First time, it took me like six hours. I fell asleep midway through, and my dog woke me up by wet nosing my hand. There you go. During his six-year reign, Carcalo, who's the 10-year-old emperor of Rome, helped Roman citizenship to all free men. Free men. You know what that means. White men. <laughs> free men. Then the empire. But listen, the truth is, you're not, you can't really be a good guy if, even if you're 10 years old, if you're going to kill your brother, even if you're giving people free rights and citizenship and all that. I mean, you're still a, you're a tyrant. You're yeah. just a tyrant and you'll always be a tyrant. You can't kill your brother and then be like, sorry. <laughs> Do you think you can't? So you can't just kill him and then be like, all right, from this point on, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. I did what I had to do. I cut throats and now I'm just going to treat you no. all better than my brother. I think, but here's the thing. Also, like you're 10, 
And, you know, like, I mean, so he only reigned for six years. So by the time he was 16 years old, he was already going to move. He was already going to get, does he, oh, he dies, right? That's How does thing. he die, V? Do, you, do we know? He just dies. How do you have a fucking emperor that if they have a, like, if they have a meltdown, you just throw on Ninja Turtles and they're okay. And they're okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah just, yeah. I, I mean, look, the, the truth is this, is, is you know, Karkala, you know, he helped, he did help a little bit, but he, I mean, think about the state of the world then. I mean, you think Kim Jong-un and Vladimir Putin are wild? Mm -hmm. Imagine your emperor was 12. <laughs> Imagine he was a 12-year-old boy that was like, I'm an, it, it's literally like, um, like, what's his name? King Joffrey from Game yes. of Thrones. Yeah, exactly. So he dies, Karkala. Childless, of course, kids only 16, probably still shooting blanks, and everyone bugs out, and they're like, who the hell is going to be the new emperor? So remember, they wanted to make sure this Severin dynasty continued, okay? You're not just going to give it up to somebody else, so we got to make, we got to find the next Severin. So after, he, after uh, Karkala dies, uh, Macrinus, Macrinus and G's, becomes emperor very briefly, but Karkala's maternal grandmother, Julia Mesa, didn't want that, and instead she wanted her family in power, and so she lied and said that Karkala's cousin, El Gabalas, trans, was actually the illegitimate son of Karkala. Survey says that's a lie. <laughs> this was the equivalent to like ancient Rome Mori. Yes, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. you are the father. Karkala's doing a dance across <laughs> the stage. <laughs> now, she said that they had similar features because they're both white. And that's how she convinced everyone Lil E was, in fact, the true Roman Empire. Okay? Mm. El Gabalus, or as we call him, El Gabalus Page. Uh, <laughs> 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 so, the El Gabalus was the true Roman Empire. Now, the political maneuvering and support from the military in eastern provinces, all that contributed to El Gabalus' rise. Because that's the thing. It's like, you can say whatever you want to say, but if you don't have the force of the military behind you, nothing matters. Like, even Congress now in the United States, like, they're only powerful and can make rules because the army's like, we're on your side. If that ever changed and the army's like, we're going to take the side of the people, they'd be fucked. Yeah. Or the president. No, you'd be fucked. Yeah. It's like, you're, you're done. And by the way, that happens. That happens many, I mean, the French Revolution, which we've spoken about, that's pretty much what happened, is they just cut everyone's head off. I'm just really horny because I want to see Napoleon. Okay. This episode sponsored by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex. I want you to increase your performance and get that extra confidence in the bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. I want to see your rocking hard penis, your RHP. I want to see it. I want to feel it. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets, because if you're like me, you can't really swallow, you spit, and it's a fraction of the cost. The best part, it's all done online. No visits to the doctor's office, no awkward combos, no waiting line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew tablets are made right here in the USA, prepared and shipped direct to your dough in a discreet package, but there will be nothing discreet about your package. It's going to be hard. It's going to be veiny. It's going to be amazing. I want to see it. We have got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew for free when you use the promo code CHRISTORIES. That's C-H-R-I-S-T-O-R-I-E-S at checkout. All you do is pay the $5 shipping. BlueChew.com, promo code CHRISTORIES to receive your first month free. BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. I love it. It's the largest daily daily fantasy sports platform in North America. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. I call it DFS because I'm different. 
And basically, it's one of those things where like you don't even need to know that much about the game. Like you can just have fun playing daily fantasy sports because look, all you do is pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Literally any knowledge of sports you have, you can join in and do this. It's for everybody. With the basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the specials league. That's the league Mike Cannon and I are in because we're specials. <laughs> from the specials league, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three-pointers made plus receptions. You get it? Travis Kelsey with the receptions, LeBron James with the three-pointers, boom, combo pick, and then you watch the winnings come in. You want to play alongside some of Prize Pick's favorite players such as rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz? Well, then you can find community plays under the promo tabs of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in Prize Picks community each week. Prize Picks even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. Here you go. Players and stat types that you're selecting, you highlight your winnings from prize picks, and it's fun, and it's simple, and it's all about the experience of playing the game. Right now, we're going to give you guys a nice discount for listening to the Chris Therese show, which we really appreciate so much. Go to prizepicks.com slash Use the code Chris for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash Use the code Chris for a first deposit match up to $100. $100. So there you go. Go use that promo code and have fun. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. So Marcus Aurelius Antonius, aka El Gabalas, takes power in 218 BCE at age 14. Right when your brain is forming at 14, you're saying, how do I want, what do I want to do with my life? How do I want to make a stamp on this world? They say, he's, they say we're going to make you emperor. We're going to make you emperor. And he says, I'm going to one-up that. I'm going to cut my dick off. <laughs> yeah, isn't it amazing? If he, he if he was in some places in America, he would have already been on hormones for four years. For four years already, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So all this shadiness, all this shadiness, right? Because here's the thing. If, if things start with negative energy and start with a lie, they're probably going to end with negative energy and it's going to be bad. That's why I'm being truthful in all my relationships from this point forward. So... That's what I'm doing because you want to stay positive. So as El Gabalas came to power, even though it was a lie and it was all negative, it kind of, you know, it kind of made like this departure from established norms, both politically and religiously. Okay. It was very unconventional behavior. Um, there was a lot of kind of upheaval in the Roman Empire during the early third century. We're going to tell you about that. <laughs> the Roman Emperor's Kid Rock shot holes in the <laughs> Bud Light cans. But yeah. <laughs> um, so it was the same thing where people were reacting to it, to it in a traditional sense, being like, that's not possible. You cannot be a woman. Yes. You've already been, you've been established a man. Yes. So okay. I think like that's the thing is when you go through history, you realize like things were just the same back then. It's just more people had power and everyone was wearing robes. Because sometimes you hear the argument for it where it's like actually things were far more fluid back then and people were more understanding. Right. But if you actually read historical texts, it seems like there was a bit of conflict. Yeah. So so here we go. So real quick, El Gabalus was named after the god El Gabal, who was a associated with the sun and the sky. So there's a little conflict right there. It's a little, in, are you the sun or are you the sky? You're kind of the same thing, but you don't know. So 
often. Um, and so, you know, El Gabalus, when he comes into power, traditional Roman religion was Roman paganism, worshiping multiple gods, Venus, Jupiter, Neptune, etc. So El Gabalus is named after one of these gods, El Gabal. And El Gabalus's mother and grandmother worshiped the Syrian god of El Gabal, a.k.a. AKA Soul Invictus. So in Syria, they do not welcome trans people. No. That's not I've good. heard that. No, you'll get thrown off a roof. <laughs> that's, a, that's a rule that still holds to this day. That's a rule. He did something controversial, which doesn't sound like that big of a deal to us, but to the Roman people at the time, big deal. He made the Syrian sun god, Elgabal, the chief deity of Rome, which meant that sun god had to be given precedence over Jupiter. You cannot do that. People got very, very, very upset, okay? They were like, You're, this is not cool. We've only ever worshipped Jupiter. Now you want me to worship this Syrian god, El Gabal? I can't do it. So he wasn't really fit to be emperor, right? The people are kind of starting to turn on him, and, it's so, and it soon became very clear that the teenage emperor just couldn't rule and the people didn't like him. And he left the day-to-day -day running of his empire to his mother and grandmother, who were actually given the titles of Augusta. So right there, he's saying, I'm giving the power to women because on the inside that's what i feel like is a woman so the, and they were allowed to attend senate sessions which like you can't do that you cannot do that at all in ancient roman culture ancient roman roman greek culture you cannot at all go women can't be in the senate i mean in venetia's family that she has to sit in another room they won't even <laughs> let her in for certain holidays because the women are not allowed in it's men only unless she's been cleaned first yes she has to she has to be cleaned in goat's milk and honey <laughs> So El Gabalus had an extravagant lifestyle, okay? His reign was marked by, you know, a lot of excess. He, he was extra, okay? He was the definition of extra. He the spent original Yas Queen. The original Yas Queen. So he spent lavishly on entertainment and parties and personal indulgences. And if you want to spend lavishly on entertainment, you can go to christycomedy.com or mikecannoncomedy.com and you can check out our list of shows. And he did have some non, he did have some gender non-conforming ideas. So even back then, he, did, he was kind of like his gender's a construct. <laughs> he engaged in behaviors that challenged traditional Roman gender norms. He was reported to have dressed in women's clothing, worn makeup, and asked to be addressed as a woman, which just sounds like a modern day male today living in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. <laughs> I was going to say, that's Harry Styles. That's Harry Styles, right. So, but but this back then, women's clothing, women's makeup, and addressed as a woman. So people are like, what the hell? You can't do that. And then he once gathered all the prostitutes of his kingdom, and he appeared in front of them dressed as a heavy-bosomed woman. Nice. He wanted to give them instructions and sexual practices and egg them on with the lure of expensive prizes. I kind of like it. Oh, he's giving them a little blowjob. I uh, like it. Look, demo. Now, he did have a love life. Uh, he was married to Julia Cornelia Paula, who sounds like just a guinea wop girl from Bettinghurst. <laughs> Julia Cornelia Paula! Rizzoni, get over here! <laughs> he married her at age 15. Um, Somebody do a fucking expose on that. That is not okay. She was 15, underage, ill. 219 CE, but their union was short-lived because El Gabalus divorced her shortly after the marriage and married Aquila Severa, a Vestal Virgin, which was highly irregular. A Vestal Virgin is like a virgin, just a regular... Just a gold star virgin? Yes, a gold star virgin in the vagina. We don't know about in the butt. 
Yeah, Vestal. Does that mean they've never even thought of having sex, too? I'm going to tell you what it is. Aquila was from the house of the Vestal Virgins of Rome, a sacred home for priestesses. The marriage was sacrilegious as any virgin breaking her vows was supposed to be buried alive. Okay? You had to be buried alive if you broke your vows and you said you were a virgin and you weren't. And I say, bring it back. Bring (laughs) it back. So, um, so I mean, this was like page six type news or page V one type news. <laughs> so, tablet V one, tablet V one. So it was rumored that he was hooking up with his chariot driver Hercules. Wow. Gay. <laughs> El Gabalas, he would beautify himself with cosmetics, makeup, and wigs, and he also liked to be called. Heracles's mistress, his wife and queen. So he wanted he, he wanted to be called, uh, you know, his yeah. his wife. We'll talk about an absolute abuse of power. Could yes. you imagine your boss, the owner of the world, just dresses up as a heavy bosomed woman while you're driving him around, then crawls into your passenger seat and just demands to suck you off? I gotta be honest with you, though. If I'm just being truly honest with you, and I don't even mean this in a gay way, but I think the easiest life for me mm-hmm. would be to just have a person with huge boobs and a penis. Yeah. Because I love boobs and I really like BJs. I don't really care much for sex. And it's like a guy is just a person with a penis is just probably going to be a little bit easier to deal with, a little bit more rational. You have and more I, in common. I, and I love boobs. Yeah. You're so, more of a boob than a vagina guy. Yes, I, I would am. actually rather them have like two dicks coming out of their chest and a vagina. Than, so you want the vagina? Yeah, I need a vagina. All right. Clip it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny merch. I need a vagina. Um, okay, so there was military unrest. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. As they say, poo-poo rolls downhill, right? So that's why, that's why you have certain times in history when if you have El Gabalas, who's you know, becoming a woman and asking to be known as someone's mistress and divorcing women and remarrying them and all that, you're probably going to have an unstable empire, as you can feel in, if you're going to equate America to the Roman Empire, obviously there's some instability right now because our president is wearing a diaper from 2016 to 2020 were the golden years. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, okay, so, so he, compl- El Gabalis completely just dove into his unconventional behavior. He disregarded military discipline. All he wanted was the luxurious stuff. He wanted to he wanted to just have kind of everything. He was living lavish, like what you see depicted in the movies, like a, a old school yeah. emperor that is just getting fed cherries and little boys and just doesn't care and is a piece of shit. The whole point though was to make money and grow the empire, not spend it all on freaking orgies and prostitutes and, <laughs> or and parades you, and, you, and wedding where you're the bride. That's not what we're trying to do here. Here's the thing. Things like this don't last long. This chaos doesn't last long. This chaos lasts long, but that chaos <laughs> does not last long. So in 222 CE, at the age of 18, El Gabalus was assassinated along with his mother, Julia, in a plot orchestrated by members of the Praetorian Guard ending his four-year reign. Now, I, I, if you're thinking what I'm thinking, you are correct. Praetorian Guard, transphobic, ill. <laughs> yeah, how about some ill. goddamn acceptance? Cancel the Praetorian Guard, Trans lives matter. This sounds like it was fun. Yeah. Despite the chaos, it sounds like it was just a genuine good time. If this person is spending all of their monies on parties, they get to bang who they want to bang. You are then the lucky recipient of the vibe, Here's right? The of thing. the party. We're all going to die the anyway. Vibe. If yeah. you let me, if I, you said, hey, you got to pick four years. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. I want to stab myself in the face. 
What am I? I'm, I'm it's 38. Do not edit that out. <laughs> you might have to edit out the part when I said I ran downstairs and showed my aunt my cum. That that you might have to just edit that out. But you could you could cl- send that in a separate clip and we could put that on Patreon. Okay, so he dies. Al Gabalas in a transphobic assassination. <laughs> and then his cousin, Alexander Severus, ascends to the throne. R.I.P. the Sun Emperor, Al Gabalas, the first trans emperor of Rome. We salute. No, we salute you. You got killed at 18, 18 beautiful years. You went nine as a guy, nine as a girl. I, I, I think it's beautiful. Wow. It's like Kobe, number eight and 24. Yes. Who had the better career? Write it on the comment page. Who had the better career? Olga Balas or Kobe Bryant? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. In closing, Olga Balas is considered one of the most vulgar emperors in history who led a life of full sexual debauchery. Yes, I know it sounds bad, but it's, it sounds bad, but it also sounds fun. It sounds awesome. I'm conflicted like Olga Balas' sexuality. I am conflicted because I kind of... <laughs> He was kind of badass, although yeah. controversial. He didn't really give a fuck, and he lived life to his true self. Yeah. So this holiday season, I want you to do you, live free, and be yourself. And if you want to go trans, you go trans. Do it. That was Christie's. And remember, yesterday was history. <laughs>